All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Can you see it? Did you notice? Check when the puck comes right to Pedersen who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! Moments no. You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I don't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in at Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello. 
Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, brought to you by the great folks over at Montana's. You've heard us talk about them before, folks. They've got their new comfort menu. They've got the daily deals, seven locations across British Columbia. You can go check out Montana's and on us. You might be able to do it on us because, folks, right now, we have got a contest going on on all of our social media platforms. I'd prefer if you went to the Instagram personally because I've been doing the graphics there, as I've said a few times now. Uh, I'd like you to go to the Instagram. All you got to do, like the post, follow Montana's, follow at CanucksArmy.com, tag your friends in the comments. Each comment is an entry. You don't need to, we don't, we don't put limits or anything like that. So you want to increase your odds? Get commenting. Get commenting on the Canucks Army Instagram. $100 gift card from Montana's Barbecue up for grabs. Now, I know what you're saying. You might be saying, quads, you said it was going to end on the 16th. I don't like my odds. I don't like not having enough time. Nope. We've moved the contest. We've extended the contest. It is live today. As as you're listening to this, it is live, unless you're listening to it past February 19th at 5 p.m., because that is when the contest now ends. The winner will now be announced on Monday, February 20th, uh, and we'll be announcing that winner. So be sure to go check out Montana's. But we've got some business to take care of, Chris. My name is Dave Quadrilli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer today is Alex Allard. And uh, I, I got to tell you, Chris, I am pretty excited. Today is a very special day. And for those that haven't heard already, the Artie Party is starting. <laughs> Arty party. That's right, folks. The Arty party starting. I'm leaving the music in the background. I've got my best party attire on. This gold watch you gave me. Uh, I couldn't figure out how to resize it. You gotta oh, unscrew some stuff, and it's uh, your wrist is a little bit bigger than mine, so it doesn't quite fit. But today, the Arty party comes to Vancouver, folks. Rogers Arena, 7 p.m. tonight. The New York Rangers are in town. Might be a tough task for the young man, but 21-year-old Latvian goaltender who you've heard talked about many a times on this show before, Archer Seelovs is making his NHL debut tonight. And Chris, I am very excited for the kid. 9.56 save percentage over his last five starts down in Abbotsford. Uh, three shutouts on the season. This kid has progressed so well this year, and I am very happy to see him getting this opportunity today. Yep, obviously is... Uh, to say the absolute least. No, for sure. I mean, he's uh, he's had a heck of a year so far in Abbotsford. He's been in a spot where, listen, we talked about this in the offseason going into it. It was like, hey, if, if if we get to a point, at any point this year that we're currently in right now, where Seelovs is like challenging to be the starter in the AHL, that's a win. And he's been the starter. He's played in 35 of their 46 games. So lots of ice time for Archer Seelovs. And I'm a little, I was a little surprised this morning. To uh, to see that, uh, you know, to hear Talkett say that uh, that is going to be Seelovs tonight is bold. I, I think it's extremely bold. It's, I, I genuinely, I wow. wasn't expecting it. I thought, okay, you, you reward the kid with a paycheck. He gets to get some work in with Ian Clark. Win win. Everybody wins mm-hmm. in this situation. But to put him in net, I'm I'm not I'm not criticizing the decision at all. I'm I'm a fan of this. And again, I'll address this right off the top. Um, we're going to talk about this right away because you see the people on Twitter, and I put out a retweet thread about this uh, and Twitter was breaking at the time so it didn't upload which I think is a direct attack against me as I tweeted out earlier Mm. Uh, but basically what I said in that thread 
was I see a lot of people on Twitter and maybe even people listening to this podcast saying, why would they do this? Don't you remember Mikey DiPietro and what happened to him when he got thrown in an emergency situation when he was 19 years old against the San Jose Sharks? I believe that was a 7-2 loss right around my birthday. May have been on my birthday. It was uh, it's all Saturday back night to rugby sevens. Yeah, it's all coming back to me. I was at Stan's Pizza Joint in North Burnaby watching that I game. was at the game. Nice. Yeah. Okay, anyways, let me get back to this. Um, people comparing the two situations. And I think aside from the fact of a young goaltender under 22 is getting into getting in net, like, I think that's the only comparison here. Because the situation from the CHL to the AHL, that's a massive jump. That is a massive jump that is very hard for a lot of goaltenders to adjust to. CHL to the AHL. The jump from the AHL to the NHL in terms for goaltenders, it's not that different. Learning to play pro hockey in North America, pro hockey, that's the emphasis here, those things are similar. The CHL and the AHL really aren't similar. And I'm I, I, saying this after talking to goaltenders. I, look, I haven't played in the CHL. I haven't played in the AHL. I haven't played in the NHL. But I've talked to goaltenders who have played in all three, and the consensus seems to be the CHL to pro hockey, no matter where it is, that's the biggest jump. That is the biggest jump for a goaltender to make. So you take a 19-year-old kid, again, under emergency circumstances, so he doesn't really have time to prepare himself, anything like that. I don't even think they're, all the preparation in the world couldn't have prepped Mikey DiPietro oh, for yeah. what he was going to no, face no, that no. night. But got to take a breather. <laughs> 19-year-old yeah, where's my, kid. Where's my chicken and rice? 19-year-old kid coming from the CHL going straight to the NHL, that's a massive jump to make. And again, I, I'm not even willing to entertain the idea that that was what derailed Mikey DiPietro's development. The year on the COVID list, uh, on the taxi squad, that really hurt him a lot more, okay? So that aside, the situation that Arthur Silovs is in now, this is a 21-year-old goaltender who, one, has played pro hockey before, okay? Now he's in Abbotsford, literally in Abbotsford, the AHL, okay? And he has been one of the best goaltenders in the league recently. The entire league, like Dustin Wolf in Calgary. There's a fantastic goaltending prospect. Remember the name, folks. Dustin Wolf is going to be awesome. Arch Silov's been right there with him as of late, right? The way I look at this, Chris, is right now, I am confident in saying this. Put it on the record, starting the music back up. Archer Silov's is the best goaltender in the Vancouver Canucks organization right now. Aside from Thatcher Demko. The best, the, he is the best option that the Canucks have right now. To play in the NHL? To play in the NHL. Look at so. the numbers Colin, De- Colin Delia was putting up in the AHL before. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Colin it's Is Colin Delia sparking all sorts of confidence for you right now? No, but C-Loves isn't at the NHL level either. I'm saying that... Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. right. Get party you're absolutely right. But what I'm saying, Chris, is that right now, the situation that Canucks find themselves in, it's either keep running with Spencer Martin, who's lost the last 10 games, and keep in mind, folks, another thing on the goaltending thing, the Canucks want to rebuild this asset. They want to have Spencer Martin capable of at least playing as a backup in the NHL next year, Right. He's going down to Abbotsford to play. He's going down to work on some things with Marco Terenius. It wasn't just a punishment that Spencer Martin was sent down or anything like that. The Canucks have vested interest in this guy. They want him. Remember, he signed for next year as well Mm. on a one-way deal. They want this guy to work it out. They want him to go down to Abbotsford, and they want him to figure out his game and kind of rebuild his game, if you will. Now, 
with that in mind, I really don't hate the idea of Seelovs playing tonight because, as I said, it's not like the DiPietro situation. This is a 21-year-old goaltender who's been one of the best goaltenders in the AHL over the past little bit. It's a small sample size of him being fantastic, but he has taken the starter's load in the AHL this year, and that is a heavy load to dump on the kid. And it was for him. Like, he wasn't expecting to have it this year, but he's he's had to do the role. He's had to play in the role, similar to how Mikey DiPietro did the year before the taxi squad when he took the job from uh, Zane McIntyre, was the other goalie in Utica at the time. When he took that job and kind of ran with it under Trent Cole at the time, we were we were singing the praises of DiPietro. So maybe that's a lesson in pumping the brakes, and maybe I should take off these sunglasses and all three chains that I'm wearing. Nope. But I am excited to see Archer Seelovs in net tonight. And I don't, yep. again, I don't understand. Well, actually, I understand where it's coming from. I do not agree with any sort of outrage over this decision of why would they do this against the Rangers? It, look, if Seelovs goes in tonight and lets in eight goals, but he moves well, that's a successful NHL debut in my books. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's depending on what you want to see for for the result being success for Seelovs because... There's still a lot of things that Arthur Silas needs to work on. Yes. For sure. Like, he looks like he looks like Jacob Markstrom when Jacob Markstrom first got to the Canucks. Yeah, he's he's extremely athletic. And I think it's I always say this about goalies. I don't love goalies in general. But with Silovs, he's one of these goalies where when they're scrambling, you still feel some confidence in them. When they're scrambling around, they're still able to like make a save. There's certain guys that are just flopping. With Silovs, like there's a lot of things that he does right that way. I'm really happy that he's up here to get some time with Ian Clark, like get some in-person time with Ian Clark, because I don't think he sees a lot of, uh, I know he talks to him a lot, but I don't think he sees a lot of them out there in Abbotsford. Uh, there's still video work and phone calls and all that being done. But now being here in person, I think that's the biggest win here for Archer Silovs in the situation he's going to have. But you know what? 21-year-old kid, he's had a hell of a run this year. Uh, I enjoy talking to him out there in Abbotsford. Let's play one of the clips, actually. We do have some stuff from when I spoke to Sea Loves on Friday. We'll start with Sea Loves talking about uh, the development that he's had going out there because I, I asked him about you know being into a spot now where he's playing a lot more games, taking on the role of being a true starter in the AHL. Here's Archer Sea Loves talking about his development. It's actually fun uh, getting experience, you know, like uh, playing in American Hockey League. Like it's like hardly good for me, my development, and I'm glad to have that kind of opportunity. So with developing like. I don't know if you were expecting to play this many games. Is it something that's like good for you to just play this much for development? Yeah, I think it is good. Like uh, getting mentally always ready for each game because, like you know, you have to be short memory. You know, today, uh, tomorrow's the next game. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Taking the reins again. Here's here's what I want people to remember because we just pointed out that yeah, he's like a young Jacob Markstrom in the sense of. Um, you know, he's susceptible to the long-range goal or the early one, right? Like, that's kind of what we've seen from Archer Silovs. Uh, might get beat under the arms. I'm not trying to predict what's going to happen in his NHL debut tonight. Of course, we're recording this before the first game, so this might not age well. But regardless, what I want people to remember, Chris, is that this is a seventh-round pick by the Canucks. Sixth round, actually, uh, in the 2019 NHL entry draft. And what I want to remind people of, Chris, is they drafted him because of his raw talent, right? Like, he he played for the Latvian national team at the um, uh, World Juniors, and that's where the Canucks first saw him, right? Like that's where Ian Clark first scouted him and said, "This is the guy I want," right? And, and Clark really, really wanted Seelovs in that draft year. Like, you know, 
I, I'm not going to delve into it too much, but all I'll say is Clark really wanted Seelovs and made that clear to absolutely everybody in the Canucks organization. And he got his guy. He got his guy. And the guy has so much raw talent, Chris, that I want people to remember that even at 21 years old, with all these strides he's taken, he still has so much room to grow. Like, you're going to see a lot of things tonight that you don't see from Colin Delia and you don't see from Spencer Martin because Seelovs is an athletic freak and he just has those innate abilities, okay? But you're also going to see a lot of things that you see from Delia and Martin when you say, oh, damn, they shouldn't be doing that at the NHL level. The only difference is Seelovs is 21 and has a ceiling, a much higher ceiling than either of the guys that the Canucks have been riding with, right? I have absolutely no problem with giving the chan- the kid a chance to play in the NHL and get get his feet wet, right? And further to my point about the DiPietro thing, like no matter what happens I'll tonight, drop the DiPietro. Whatever, no matter what happens tonight, Chris. No matter what happens tonight with Arch Seelovs in net against the New York Rangers, who granted are a very strong team. No matter what happens, okay, during the Artie party. No matter what happens tonight. Seelov's going to go back to the AHL, and he's not going to miss a beat. He's not going to go down to the AHL where he was just tearing it up. He's not going to go back down and say, Oh, I got shelled by the Rangers. Oh, I really don't feel confident against the Bakersfield Condors. Like, this... It's a it's a complete non-talking point, and I'm done. We're not spending any more time on it. The Artie party's coming to Vancouver let's tonight. Hear from, let's hear from Seelov's. He talked about his confidence from just playing games in the way that he's had. And this was, you know, confidence was sky high. Obviously this is the conversation I had with him was after a four, nothing shutout. Um, so let's get that clip up here. Let's get Arthur C loves uh, talking about confidence. This is from me speaking to him uh, on Friday after his four, nothing shutout. So here is Arthur C loves talking about it. I feel pretty good right now. You know, like playing more and more games is like gives boost your confidence, you know? And yeah, I feel pretty good right now. About the confidence. I think it's like more about like small changes, you know, it's like a game of details. So it's like always be reminded to be sharp on those things, like which are like missing sometimes or, you know. Yeah, talking about uh, the confidence and everything out there. Not, uh, not a huge talker. A couple people in the YouTube live chat, folks, come uh, interact with us. We appreciate it. Uh, Dominic said, Di Pietro was the only option available. Seelovs has more trust from the organization, considering the options available, it should be a different mindset. My point exactly. And Commander Vander said, drop yeah. the comparison. Yeah, this is just him getting into a, I think, like a scenario where Ian Clark can see him play in person, get a time to watch how he looks against NHL shooters, and then start to maybe key in on a few things. Because, yeah, I like, I really like C-Loves, but uh, i not super confident he's at that level just yet. He still has a lot of... Um, Still has a lot of growing to do. A lot of things that he can learn from Ian Clark, I think. Yep. He's got, like, I, I saw this in, when Archer Seelaws was 18 years old, he was at Canucks training camp in Victoria. And that was the first time I saw him on the ice. And I thought, man, like, this guy looks like he, like, look has that look of, like, an NHL-sized goaltender. Like, he looks big in the crease. He moved extremely well as an 18-year-old back then. And he's continued to kind of do those things here moving forward. Now it's just more about something that he's talked to me about throughout the season is like the just continuing to make the small changes, but keeping consistent, right? Like keep a lot of consistency with what you're working on in drills, but also make these small changes at the necessary time. And that's the thing. You, you don't want him to come into an NHL game 
and make big changes or get away from the game plan that's given him success uh, in Abbotsford this year. You just want him to go in and, and not even reach for a big change. Just go in there and maybe you need to make a few small changes going up against NHL players. Like maybe you have to uh, be a little bit quicker getting to your spots or not be able to, or stay in the butterfly for less time because you have to get up and quick and move with all the passes that are going to be at the NHL level, especially on a, a Rangers team. That's a really good team there. They got one of the better top sixes in the NHL. They and, just added Vladimir Tarasenko. They're on a five game yep. win streak. They're averaging five goals a game over the last five games. They're going to score. They're going to score a lot, and they're going to score on Seelovs tonight. It's going to happen. You just hope that he takes it the way, like the way that he's been talking about growing his game and developing his game throughout the season is all about small changes. You just don't want to see a big change come from this game. That's the negative that could come out of this is him changing the way that he's playing or just falling back to being, like I said this on Halford and Bruff last week. He's He's an incredible maker of saves. I don't think he's an incredible goaltender yet. He's an incredible maker of saves. When he needs to make a save, Seelovs is very good at that. He's not a, a tremendous goaltender yet, but he is a very good maker of saves. Here's something I want to to say to help you put it in a perspective of how much he's grown and how much he still has to grow. Because you just, you just laid it out pretty well about how he still has a lot of things that he can learn and a lot of things he can improve on as a goaltender, right? Remember you just said 18-year-old. You saw him in Victoria, right? Do you remember how wide his stance used to be and how hunched over he was? No, nope, not even a little bit. Okay, well, for anybody interested, and I know it might be all five of you, go Google the his highlights. Just dropping off. His highlights at the World Juniors in 2018. That was the year. And how he's hunched over. 2019. Whatever year it was. He never played in the World Juniors. Okay, whatever it was. When it, whenever he played, he, he played in his played draft year. Go look at draft year tape of Archer Seelovs, okay? okay? He's hunched over, his legs are super low and wide, and again, he's very low in the net. So it was funny, you said he, he looks big in the crease. He didn't back then. He looked very small. He looked like, you know, a very, very tiny goaltender. He didn't look like he was he doesn't look doing like, himself uh, any favors. He doesn't look like a Kuz who just looks massive at 18. Yeah, exactly. But Silov's, you know, he, he's got the athleticism in the legs. It's similar to Yaroslav Askarov, actually. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to keep going on that. We're done. We're both, done. Both extremely uh, good goaltenders. Already party tonight. You've got Brock Besser listed here. Well, uh, I'm the done. Final for the rest thing of the with Seelovs is his record for the year: twenty-one nine and four. So he has been out there getting a lot of wins for the Sabres for Canucks team. And I mentioned played in thirty-five of the forty-six games. Tell you what, like he's he's playing the best hockey of his pro career too. The last and five games have been excellent. He's allowed six goals over the last five games. Final thing on Artie. With all this stuff about uh, you know teams being interested reportedly in Thatcher Demko mm. and the Canucks, obviously you know if they get calls, they're obviously going to consider it. Do you think they'd have a more comfortable time considering it and taking a big return if they at least have an idea of what Seelovs might look like in the NHL level? Like this idea of don't do it against the Rangers. If he craps the bed against the Rangers, then the Canucks at least know where he's at. Yeah, but if he gets a shutout, they aren't trading Demko tomorrow. Of like, course not. Although they're not, there'll and be a they're lot not of people going out to there give him a should. run. They're no, not going to give him a run. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for the long-term outlook of the goaltending department, mm-hmm. it is good to know what your 21-year-old goaltender who's tearing it up in the A is going to look like. Yeah, but you're not going to know what he's going to look like. You're getting one game, right? You're going to see you're one game. You're getting one game. Yeah, but but I'm like, not saying look at the result and go off that only. Okay. I'm saying how comfortable does he look? How far sure. off does I, he I look? I think to your point, if you saw him, and I've... I've had this thought for a while. Like I would be fine seeing Seelovs get four to six starts this year to finish off the season. 
Like, he's in Abbotsford. You can call yep. him up whenever, get him a start, send him back. Like, I know that it's not good. That's not how you're going to win the most games. Like, when Thatcher Demko's healthy, that's great. But, like, now that you have Abbotsford right here, you should utilize this. And if you have even, like, a, basically anything except for him getting scored on six times on the first 12 shots and getting pulled, like, if that happens, don't do that again this year. But if any other result happens, I'm totally fine seeing Seelaws for three or four more games after tonight this season. Just to, to get to your point of, like, now you see half-decent sample size of where he's at as a 21-year-old. So I'm, I'm down for that. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course the cost well BetterHelp can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too. connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month that's BetterHelp. h-e-l-p i agree with you okay uh, Brock Besser. Let's yeah. Go. Let's I'll, get, I'll to, get the poll question in soon. You go ahead. Let's get to the quotes from um, from Patrick Alvin on Brock Besser uh, that Ian McIntyre, who uh, I think is going to join us this week at some point. Uh, IMAX is going to join the show again this week. Let's get to the quotes from here. Uh, talking about Brock Besser, this is what Patrick Alvin had to say. And because we obviously know there's been a lot of talk for a long time about uh, the Canucks potentially trading Brock Besser, it being an option, him maybe looking for you know, a fresh start. I think that's what we've all kind of talked about for a long time here is like, I, I would love to see Brock Besser with a fresh start in a team that really believes in him being a top line guy. He's been producing pretty well for the Canucks. Uh, let's hear what, this is what Alvin, I'm just going to read it off for you. This is what Alvin had to say uh, when he had a conversation with Ian McIntyre on uh, Sportsnet CA. Check it out. This is Alvin. He said, I don't want to force anything. As I've said, we're 27th in the league and I'm trying to find solutions where I can help the players get better. How can I push the players? How can I support them in a role where they can play to their strengths and be the best version of themselves? And in this particular case, I think Brock Besser is still a young player. The team wasn't good off the start from training camp, and Brock had his injury and never really got going. I will say that I think Brock has been playing his best hockey over the last few games. More energy, more pace, more involved. He's getting his points, and a lot of them at 5-on-5, which is pretty impressive. I still believe he's a good player, and I don't want to give up on him. That is Vancouver Canucks general manager Patrick Alvin on the Brock Besser situation. And it will be interesting because I I, I think for some people look at Brock Besser as just a contract that you want to get rid of, right? Like a lot of people out there are looking at Brock Besser and saying, okay, it's $6 million plus. 
you you would just take that as a negative value asset. But the way that he's been playing of late, and the way that I think he has the potential to play, I don't think you this is a player you give up for nothing. Very hard to disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, his deployment is going to affect this conversation a lot as we go, right? Because, look, like, I like I want to get your take on this because it looks like it looks like on Wednesday night they were recording this. It looks like Brock Bester's out of the top six, right? Yeah, playing with Kuzmenko and Dries, it looks like. Yeah. So how much how much is that line going to do? You've got two guys in Bester and Kuzmenko mm. who can't drive a line, and you've got Sheldon Dries. Here's here's the other thing you want to bring up about who can't drive a line. Just to be clear, I'm yeah, not saying and, Sheldon Dries. The thing about Bester in that spot with those two players specifically. Can you get the the graphic up from that I made? Beautiful graphic, made it this morning. Uh, Brock Besser. What pops off the page about this graphic? What What's the one number that pops off the page here? Minus seventeen. Exactly. And I know the plus minus people's. What? Where does this come from that the plus minus is useless though? It's not a useless. I don't want to stat. explain this to you right now. It no, is, it's not a useless. It's not stat. useless. It's deeply flawed. Yeah, sure. It's I'll deeply t- flawed, but yeah. so is save percentage and so is goals against average. So, so are goals. You know, is a really good assist worth less than a goal? Are we really starting this? I'm right just saying now? the minus seventeen. That's a that's a not that's not a number you want on your stat sheet. Okay, and I know it's it's somewhat flawed of a stat, but it's still somewhat useful in my sure. Eyes. It's still yeah. He's been yep, on the absolutely. ice or in the penalty box because you can get a minus if you're in the penalty box. For 17 goals against. Like, that's that's not great when you're in a spot where you're playing with, as I mentioned it before, Sheldon, Dryden, Sheldon Dries and Andre Kuzmenko. Not really too... Like, if you're looking at those three players, you're looking at the Canucks' third line tonight, Brock Besser's is the best defensive player on that line. And I don't think it's close. I don't think it's close. He's he's a better defender than than Dries and Kuzmenko. So maybe you're looking to kind of boost some of the, uh, the points, numbers, the goals total, everything there. I don't think you're really going to be helping the plus minus that much, especially in a, in a game tonight where the Rangers also have a very good third line. The Rangers have a line that they can put together. that's going to be they, their forward group is is very impressive from from first line to fourth line. And then they added Tarasenko to it. It's it's going to be an impressive little run here. But I'm just I just think that Brock Besser had his money. You don't want to have to take money back and not get an asset. Like if you're taking money back. On uh, on Brock Besser, yeah, you can see the third line there: Philip Heedle, Alexis Lafreniere, and Capo Caco. Like fun little third. I t- they, they got some fun stuff going on with the Rangers team. They're going to be fun to watch tonight. But with Brock Besser, if you're taking money back, which I think a lot of trades of any player involving like a contract over like three million dollars is going to require this year, just the way the cap is in the NHL, you need to get a pretty solid asset if you're taking money back on Besser. Like a solid asset, whether it be a trade, uh, a draft pick, or a very high-end prospect, I think some team's going to benefit from making a trade for Brock Besser. I I think these teams are going to realize that here pretty soon. I think that that's going to be realized by an NHL team before the trade deadline. Some team is going to realize this guy can help us a lot in what we're trying to accomplish here this season, and I would wish nothing but success if Brock Besser goes on to a contending team. I would be rooting for that team to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, Brock Besser's a good guy. Again, you talked about it with Spencer Martin. I said again, again. I'm, I'm trying to try to cut back. No, but it's, yeah, but if you bring attention to it, well, you're in trouble. Well, at least people know I'm working on it because it's yeah. my crutch word, and I'm working the other, on it. The other line thing that we should bring up here, um, to me, tonight is a night for Vasily Podkolzin to let his built-up confidence explode. He is playing with Pedersen. He is playing with Bavillier. This is the spot that he 
would if you if if Pod Colson was putting together the lineup, I bet it would look something like this. <laughs> like this is a great spot for him to be in uh, right now with this team getting an option tonight to play with Elias Pettersson on that top line. I think Bavillier is kind of that smaller skilled type of player that might end up fitting well with them. So I really would keep an eye on Vasily Pod Colson, who I think was at peak confidence in those last few games in the AHL, shooting the puck a ton, seven, eight, nine shot attempts per game for Pod Colson uh, in those final few AHL games, and I think he's looked really good since coming back up to the NHL. Tonight, tonight, where he's got to prove it because it's his first game playing with Pedersen since uh, since earlier in the season, I guess, this year before the the reassignment to the AHL. So big night for Pods, I think, here. I'm watching Pod Colson tonight. And PDG, Cousin Phil. Yeah, there you go. Phil DiGiuseppe Friend of the show, alongside JT Miller, yeah. Connor Garland tonight. Okay, enough about tonight. Uh, people in the chat are having some fun with the fact that uh, we've basically deviated from the daily topics that we were going nope, to hit today, nope, the ticker. Nope. No, we haven't. We're, we're, we're okay. We'll, we'll hit everything. It's just the first 20 minutes we're spent on Archer Seelovs, which for some reason wasn't written uh, in the ticker. Okay, let's get to the poll question. Our poll question brought to you by the great folks over at Atlas Goods. Go to atlasgds.com. Use promo code CC15 for 15% off your first order of pop rinds. These are the best fresh pork rinds straight from your microwave or Air Fryer, locally owned and operated Atlas Goods. Our poll question today, are you already actively scoreboard watching, in brackets, Mm. tank for Bedard style? Yes, go everyone else. No, I want the Canucks to win. Not yet, but soon I will. And as always, I'm angry. This is a great person to ask because how many years... Has Alex Allard, our producer, a Ottawa Senators fan, been watching? Alex is a vet in watching, in scoreboard watching for a tank. I, I know that he's he's going to have the right answer here. As we wait for that, uh, I just want to quickly well, point out. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote based on the sense though here. <laughs> I want the Canucks. No. <laughs> so Alex skewing Alex the results a little bit, voting two, for the two point one percent. Voting for no, I want the Canucks to win. I knew uh, so Alex is mind, basically the one percent. At the time of this recording, almost three hundred voters. Uh, at least one of those people was not a Canucks <laughs> fan, saying he wants the Canucks to win. So the results: eighty-three percent say yes, go everyone else. Nine percent say they're angry. Six percent say not just yet. But soon I will. Again, asking if you're scoreboard watching for the tank. Uh, and 2%, as we mentioned, say no, I want We're the Canucks We're at the point of the season where 2.1% of Canucks fans, or not even, 2.1% of Alex and a couple of Canucks fans want to see the Canucks win. Well, I, I, voted, the, I voted the yes, go everyone else version, like the Ottawa Senators version. <laughs> So he gets it. Alex gets the tank. He understands the tank, but yeah. he did vote uh, as a Senators fan. So... With that in mind, I just want to point out... How much are you paying attention? I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm, not, I'm absolutely there. I've been there no, for I don't at least need, a week. I don't need the nightly updates. The uh, oh, sure. Tommy and his photo there. I love, that. Eating the gold. I love that. I don't need it every game. Okay. Here's the thing, Chris. If there's any listeners out there like mm. you, you want to keep up to date? You want to keep up to date? Lachlan. Lachlan Irvin has a article uh, column at Canucks Army for the rest of the season we're running it uh, where he previews the week ahead of what games that you need the Canucks to lose if you want them to uh, advance in the draft lottery rankings right uh, and also how the weeks before went for all those teams uh, basically just how good of a week it was for the Canucks tanking efforts I'll tell you what Chris last week was very good uh, for the Canucks tanking efforts and that was actually the first first edition of the article again mm. Lachlan Irvin over at CanucksArmy.com okay 
Give me the Artie Party music again. Artie Party? Okay. I thought you'd never Move ask. I'm excited. Stop the music. We got something to address on the show. You brought a cookie cake over yesterday for my fiance. I told her about it. She got so excited about it. Mm-hmm. She was so excited. You brought two pieces, one for yourself and one for my, my beautiful fiance who listens to the show. Avid listener, never mm-hmm. comments in the chat. Why don't you tell everyone what happened to that second piece? Tell everyone the first piece is in your, was in your stomach yesterday before you left. So you took one piece home with you. Mm-hmm. What'd you do with the other piece that you brought over for my fiance? As I mentioned to you, I told you not to bring this up. I told you you didn't want to start this fight, but I'm mm-hmm. going to finish it for you. I bring over a cookie pie for you. Yeah. Keep in mind. Okay. You didn't say she wanted it. I would have brought a third one. No problem. Oh, no I problems there. Victoria, my lovely girlfriend, would have happily made it. Would have happily done it. Made a big cookie pie in the cast iron pan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Delicious. Okay. Uh. This one was a little old. It was a little stale. Oh. And I ate it for lunch, and I was like, you know what? This is a little stale. So unknowingly, I didn't intentionally oh. take it home. But I clean up after myself when I come to your apartment. And I took it off the island because I left it on the kitchen island for you. And instead of you putting it aside on a high shelf where I couldn't reach it, you decided to leave it right on the island. I cleaned up after myself. I cleaned up. I took it with me by accident. Realized once I got home that I had taken it. So what is what does my girlfriend do? Makes a fresh one. Makes a fresh one. I bring that, and I it still gets brought up. On I the appreciate show. that. So and maybe I, maybe sub poll question. No, is Chris a sack of? No. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. You bring over a cookie cake yesterday, and I tell my fiance, "Hey, Dave brought you over a cookie cake." So what's she thinking about as she's got six hours left of her day, literally saving children's lives, quads? She's (laughs) saving children's lives. All day long, she works a long shift, saving children's lives. So here's With one thing keeping her going through the day, my love and a cookie cake, which she was promised. So when she comes through the door... Are we talking like this? Uh, It looks similar to that. No marshmallows. No marshmallows. Very similar to that. So she comes home. We I pick her up from work because I'm a you know a nice fiance. Drove you home too. Drove you home. No, too. you didn't. Drove you <laughs> to close, a sky close to home. <laughs> and then I go pick her up. Come home and what's the first thing she says through the door? She doesn't say thank you for the ride, or I appreciate the ride. That was so kind of you on, on this Valentine's turning into Day. you slagging on. Anyways, <laughs> what is the first thing she says through the door? Where's the cookie cake? And I say, oh. Maybe Dave put it in the in the in the fridge. Maybe he put it in a cupboard, a cupboard. He put it. Maybe it's left in the office. And what do we look around? We're looking around the whole house. The only thing we freaking find in here is a Riley Stillman signed autograph card or something. That's that's what we find in this house. Once again, Riley Stillman coming through for it again on here on this show. So now I have to deal with her not being happy about the cookie cake. Now she's got uh, she's got a fresh one today. I'll appreciate that, but just know that there was some sadness brought into this house on Valentine's I want to go back to something because just months away from your wedding, mm-hmm. you admitted to being a liar. No, I'm not a liar. Yep. You said that you told her that I specifically brought the cookie cake for her. Yeah, that's I what did, I said. I, I, that w- that's news to okay. me. Okay, from now on, from now on, I won't make you look good. When I talk about uh, talk about you to my fiance, I'll just 
you know, I'm tr- I was trying to boost you up a little bit. Dave brought you a special cookie cake made no, today, from Victoria. Today was special for oh, her. Okay. Today was. Okay, let's get to the atmosphere update. We'll see. I Some also, poll question who won this argument. My fiance and your girlfriend are now chatting in the, in the chat here. Um, what are we getting to? Cookie, cake. Cookie cake was not part of the rundown either. I'm just looking through it now. Okay, so everyone's uh, piling on me today. We did 45 minutes off the top about a goaltender. I'm already in a bad mood. And today's the first day I'm I'm feeling not having energy drinks, okay? How deep are we into the week? Is it... We've had some good shows this week. Yeah, but how, I feel like it's been the longest week of my life. I haven't had an energy drink since like last Thursday. It's okay, you got to get off that stuff. I, I told know, you that. But they say this about oh, like when uh, if you're addicted to something, three days go by and then you don't need like people that smoke. What do they say? Once you get past uh, three days, you'll never touch a cigarette again. Oh man, I'm stuck here with this freaking cranberry juice. No energy drinks. Uh, your, your fiance is commenting in the chat. She said, I knew Dave didn't bring it for me. Chris was the one who promised it to me. Okay, let's keep this. Sign in checks. He can't cash. Let's keep this back on the Canucks here. For I don't a think that's actually. Let's go back to the Canucks. Canucks conversation. Abbotsford update. Let's go. Abbotsford update. So watch a game last night. I got clips to pull up here. I got some stuff to talk to, to bring up what I'm talking about. I want to start with this beautiful graphic that I made of Danila Klimovich. Okay. Another beautiful graphic. Put together another one. I've uh, you know about done myself. Look at this. AHL. So 43 games played for Danila Klimovich. Oh, he's got 10 goals, 11 assists on the season. But I, I'm starting to see a couple of those um, those things that worry you about Klimovich come back into his game a little bit. The frustration is kind of starting to show again. There's, there's some things that I really liked. Like I, I've really liked... His fitness level looks better. It looks like he's able to skate hard for longer on shifts. He's not, you know, dead at the end of most of his shifts. His shot that he took the other day, and I got the video up here now, so you can get that thing out of here. Thanks, Alex. Um, This shot that he took yesterday was an absolute howitzer, they call it. He hammered this shot. He misses the net. That's too bad. A little bit of a a little little frustration there, but this shot, not too great on the YouTube, but you can check it out on my Twitter. It it was absolutely wired. So much power behind it. That's super exciting. When he dials in that shot, he's going to be a scary guy for for goaltenders for a long time. And I think he's taken really big steps this season. He's played better in a lot of areas. But last night, and I've seen this for the last couple of weeks here, you're starting to see that that visible frustration on the ice that I don't think you can have as a, as like a real true good professional player. It's hard to have that very visible frustration, especially when it's leading to things like slashing the opposition, hitting guys, pushing guys in the back. You know, a lot of these things that are going to lead to penalties pretty soon here, it's gotta be, it it was nipped in the butt earlier in the year. It absolutely was. I don't know what if it was from the, the Dan Milstein visit when he came to Vancouver, if it was something from the Sedins or if it was something from Jeremy Colleton. But whoever did it last time, I think they need to have a, a similar conversation with him and just get him back on the right track. Because after that happened, when they got him fo- like just focused on, on the game and not letting the emotions get the best of him, that's when he was at his best. For that little stretch, basically before the last kind of two weeks or so, like the six to eight weeks before that, he was locked in. He wasn't getting frustrated on the ice. He was just focused on, you know, forecheck, backcheck, being a hockey player. And he was doing an excellent job. It seems like he's leaned a little bit more back to being that shooter and having that frustration back in his game. So whoever talked to him last time, I 
could have been the Sedins, right? Like the, when I talked to him when he was in that hot streak, he did mention that like the Sedins, he's been talking to them and really understanding a lot, but also praised Carlton as well. So I think they just need to kind of get him back on track again and then keep him now in these situations because he's earned power play time from how good he played over that time. He's earned these times and this opportunity, but it just feels like he's kind of straying off of that path again. You want to get him on that good development path that you've seen throughout the season. So uh, that was just something I've noticed in the past, maybe three, four Abbotsford Canucks games of watching him. Like the, you can see a few little things of him just being a little bit too emotional. It'll be interesting to see if there's a scratch again to kind of hit that reset That's button not, or how they is, go about it. It isn't because he's not putting up the points like he was when you couldn't scratch him. He's mm-hmm. now not putting up a lot of points and you're thinking maybe another scratch would be there. But I, I don't think that, I don't think that's what's needed, but you know, I'm not the coach. I'm not there in the room. I'm not there. But we should have Carlton on soon. We will have Carlton on soon. Uh, okay, pretty quick. Here. Anything else from Abbotsford? Yeah. Okay. Niels Huglander. Oh man, I tell you, like Niels Huglander, he is. I always loved this in the SHL. He just knows how to piss people off, right? Like when he's playing his game, he just knows how to piss people off. Here he is, here drawing a penalty uh, in the Abbotsford game. You can see him behind the net, roughing it up with a big six foot four defenseman. Hugliner just pissing people off, getting under their skin, you know, getting underneath, like giving the just pissing guys off as a little guy, takes the punch in the face and ends up drawing the penalty there, sends them to a power play late in the game while they're down by two. Just a, a a guy who's been playing such a different style of game. And I know a lot of people that watched him in Sweden before, they saw a lot of this because he was like this in Sweden very often. He was a guy that was not fun to play against. Uh, and we're seeing a little bit more of that in the AHL. Like I, I even asked Pod Colson about this back when when we've seen that. Uh, when Pod Colson was down in the AHL playing with him. And yeah, like, you know, you the best, I've said this for a long time, the best Niels Huglander is an angry Niels Huglander, and he's been playing with a lot of uh, a lot of anger the last little bit here, which is getting the best out of his game, I think, because he pisses his opponents off a lot. Not to the level of, like, calling him a rat, but, like, low-key, he's being a little angry hog, and I like it. Angry hog. Okay, uh, I quickly want to get this in. couple things. Parker Christopher in the chat, YouTube live chat, check us out, folks. Yep. Asked if I was high. When I well, wear these may, sunglasses... You know what? That would explain you taking home an extra whatever, piece of cookie cake whatever. for yourself yesterday to, to, you know, something to munch on on the SkyTrain. Anyways, whenever I wear these sunglasses... These are my party sunglasses, folks. I'm not high. What kind uh, of party are we having over here? Anyway? An arty party. All right. All right. Uh, and then the other thing, uh, this is like something that. that I brought up, and it was it was discussed in the chat a little bit, and I would have liked to have brought it up earlier in the show. I'm saying it now because I want us to remember to talk about it tomorrow. Mm. It was from a listener in the chat. Uh, Matt Whippen said, is it possible to trade OEL in the offseason by attaching two first-round picks and one mil retained? That's your homework for the day, Chris. Think about that. Think about what it would cost to get rid of OEL, and I'd like to just, just before we get to Betway here, uh, I'd like to also mention OEL is a no-movement clause, full no-move clause. Oh, yeah. So it might be possible, but is it possible to get him to waive that no-move clause to honor that and go wherever uh, you want, wherever you work out that uh, that's going to work out? I tell you what, if I'm going to give you an answer for that, I'm going to take a three-week ashram and I'll come back with an answer for you. We'll that's talk about I'm, it. That's what it's going to take. We'll talk about it. Okay, Betway, get us out of here. All right, Betway, we got uh, Canucks game bets tonight. Uh, our betway bets of the day. Let's get that uh, up on the screen. Vladimir Tarasenko or JT Miller to score a goal in this game. Just love the either ors. You know, it's a little more fun. Right, Quads? How many goals does Vladimir Tarasenko have over his last five games? I believe it's four. I think you're actually right, yeah. <laughs> it is four. Um, JT Miller or Tarasenko to score a goal. Minus 150 odds on that over on Betway. 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 $10 bet will return you 1666 over on Betway. 
don't know if I'm going to keep sticking with that. Isn't that uh, like the, the the sign of the devil or something? Uh, yes. Well, well that's the problem. Mm. You know the Number of the Beast song by Iron Maiden? I think yeah. it's by them. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, over 6.5 total goals in the game and Elias Pettersson to score two or more points, plus 225. A $10 bet that's going to return you 32.50 with our uh, Betway bets of the day over here. And by the way, I probably just jinxed it here, but all week long, my Betway videos on Canucks Army there, I've put out three videos. I have done three takes this week. All of those videos first take. So take that for what Good it for is. Good for you. 19 plus, uh, if you choose to play, please play responsibly. We'll wrap it up there. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about Archer Seelov's NHL debut. I'm oh, very man. excited for it. We'll have lots of stuff over at CanucksArmy.com as well. But I for wish now, for him that I want Seelov's to do well. I really do. I just know that people shouldn't take too much away from this. Just have a little arty party tonight. Enjoy the game. Watch this guy play. Watch the way he moves. That's right. But at the same time, don't have any expectations. <laughs> like, just go. Tonight, I talked about on the show yesterday, you just want to have some fun. They're going to try and squeeze out all the fun from this team that they have left here in this roster. This is an example of that. This is one of those fun nights that you'll be able to get from the Canucks because of an arty party. Uh, you got to answer the chat if, it was, if you've used the word of the day today. Oh. <laughs> What? Here it comes, folks. Have no, you I have. It? Yeah. Oh, you have? You okay. missed it, too. What is it? Well, you asked me to figure out how to trade OEL or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I said I need a, a two-week ashram. Oh, very good. A religious or spiritual retreat <laughs> okay. is what I would need to get you the answer for that. Two weeks of that. All right. Hey, I actually know this next word. Okay, well, we'll hear it tomorrow. Okay, okay. we'll wrap it up there. For my co-host, Chris Faber, and our technical oh. producer, Alex Allard. Oh, Alex has got... What? Oh, oh yeah, Alex taking ben, a cheap Alex, shot. I, no, no, he's telling us <laughs> no, to get people to move there. Yeah, uh, taking a cheap <laughs> shot. <laughs> Go subscribe to the Connect Army YouTube channel, folks. That's what Alex would like to remind you. Yes, of. Yes, because look at what happened over the last little bit here. Yeah, the Leafs. These don't get me started with these Leafs folks over there. Go subscribe, the, Canucks Army yeah, YouTube channel. The, it's the people up top again, probably on this one. Okay, I don't need this to turn into some big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll wrap it up there for my co-host Chris Faber. My name is David Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim?